take one. We call this one number 32, about as useless as steaks at a vegan's birthday. Hi, this is Tim Anderson, the appraiser's advocate. Thank you for being here with me today. I appreciate it. We're going to talk about some interesting stuff today and then finish up with a final point. Again, I appreciate you being here. Thank you very much. I get a lot of questions from appraisers. This one I thought was very interesting. All too often, appraisers hear the complaint from the consumer, who typically is not the client. Thus, we appraisers really shouldn't care. Quote, the damn appraisal came in too low. That idiot appraiser doesn't know his ass from his elbow. That's basically why one homeowner filed a complaint against me with the state. Now, what do I do? Typically, appraisers hear this when the contract price is greater than the appraised value. Thus, it affects the broker, too, as well as the lender, the buyer, and the seller. What are appraisers supposed to do when this happens? That's a great question. Let's find out. Let's ask ourselves some questions to try to understand how all the parties, the appraiser, the broker, lender, seller, buyer, builder, so on and so forth, can look at the same appraisal, yet arrive at so many different conclusions about it. Question number one, low according to whom? Low is a relative term. Something cannot be low if there's nothing higher. It's a comparison. Clearly, the lender, who is usually the client, the seller, the buyer, the broker, everybody wants the appraisal to support the contract price, especially when the market does not support the contract price. When that happens and the deal closes, they all walk away from the closing table with money in their pockets and smiles on their faces. However, our job as appraisers is not to satisfy any of these parties. Our job is to provide the client with an unbiased opinion of the subject's market value as of a specific date, under specific market conditions, under a specific set of assumptions, extraordinary assumptions, and or hypothetical conditions, and be damned what anybody else thinks about our appraisal. How can any of the above parties legitimately and without bias determine if the appraisal is low? Could the contract price ever possibly be too high? Have our broker friends ever oversold a property? Did our broker friends paint a picture too optimistic about current market conditions? Do any of the above parties have a vested interest, in other words, a financial interest, in the contract sales price? Is there any reason for the appraiser to share in that financial interest? Therefore, when the parties say an appraisal is too low, they're expressing nothing more than a value opinion, one they do not have to support, and one at which they arrived because of bias. Appraising's easy when you get to make all the component stuff up, isn't it? Question number two, low according to what? By what metric did the parties determine the appraisal came in low? Since an appraisal is a market-supported opinion of the subject value, and since that support comes from data the appraiser has verified out of the market, by what authority did any of the above decide the appraisal was too low? The fact that the, quote, low, unquote, appraisal, quote, killed the deal, unquote, means nothing more than the seller and or the broker took advantage of the buyer. Or maybe it means the deal should die since it was wrong for the current market as well as the buyer mortgagor. 
It is common for the seller or the owner to claim they had an appraisal done earlier and that appraisal came in higher than the current one. Okay, produce that previous report so the appraiser can subject it to scrutiny and possibly a proper standard 3-4 review. Why is everybody assuming the previous appraisal is correct while the current appraisal is somehow wrong? Do the sellers and the brokers really think that we buy into that the last appraisal was higher so your appraisal is wrong crap? Hint, no, we don't. So when the parties hold the low appraisal to some higher indicator of value, why do they assume the higher value is correct while the low appraisal is somehow flawed? Question number three, what if the broker or the lender or the neighbor or the builder or the guy driving down the street told the homeowner what his or her house was worth and it is worth more than the appraised value? Unfortunately, our brethren in the brokerage community do not have a clue what market value is. Granted, they may know prices, but market value is a term of art with which they are either ignorant or which they flagrantly refuse to understand and accept. Further, would it be cynical for an appraiser to say that a broker might overlist a house just to get the listing? You can gasp in surprise at that, at that question. Would it be cynical for an appraiser to say a broker would then beat on the seller to take the first offer that comes in, even if it's nowhere near the listing price? Real estate brokers are trained salespeople. They live from commission to commission. It is their job to sell the house for the highest possible price, its market value notwithstanding. Brokers sell one house at a time. They don't eat if they don't sell. There's no pressure there to do whatever is necessary or unethical to get that listing and that sale. We appraisers, on the other hand, are trained analysts, a higher calling. Appraisers don't sell anything. To get paid, we exercise our professionalism and from market data form value conclusions. Brokers are paid to do. Appraisers, however, are paid to think, both critically and systemically, and then, from that thought, synthesize a value for the property under appraisal. Appraisers measure markets to notice and interpret trends. We don't care that the house sold for $100,000 if that sale and purchase involved the seller carrying back a 100% mortgage at 1% interest payable quarterly for 98 years, therefore had a cash equivalent price significantly below $100,000. Via critically understanding that sale and purchase transaction, in other words, via its analysis, we appraisers also understand the cash equivalency calculations by which we discover the market value of that transaction, not merely its sales price. Appraisers are, or are supposed to be, the real estate market's adult supervision. Are appraisers too often, however, enablers of the juvenile hijinks of the brokerage community? So, to appraisers, the broker's opinion of a property's price, not its market value, is about as useless to us appraisers as would be stakes at a vegan's birthday. Question number four. What if at the appraised value, the seller cannot even pay off the mortgage? Frankly, that's not our problem. Indeed, that may be the fault of a previous appraisal or a previous appraiser. 
surrendering to the seller's influence, the lender's influence, or the realtor's pressure to make the previous deal work. Had the previous appraiser exercised proper ethics and appraisal practice and come in at the property's true market value, not the broker's contract price, this problem would likely not exist. So don't blame the current appraiser. Blame the previous one, as well as the seller, the lender, and the brokers in the deal for pressuring the previous appraiser. Question number five. The minds of the buyer and seller have met at $450,000. Isn't that what the property's really worth? No, that's merely the price the parties agreed on, with a lot of help from the broker who, as you'll remember, gets paid solely on commission. However, it is not necessarily the property's market value, despite the fact it's the property's price. The two numbers may be the same, frankly, but the concepts, the definitions, the very ideas are canyons apart. It is the appraiser's job to measure and quantify market value, not contract price. True, the contract price may go a long way towards supporting the property's market value, but contract price and market value are not the same concept, never have been, and never will be, despite what our brethren in the brokerage and lending communities insist, and sometimes insist quite loudly. Appraisers are aware that, while they owe a duty of honesty, etc., to the client, they do not represent the client as would an attorney, nor, therefore, are they to advocate for the client or any party to the transaction, for that matter. To advocate for anybody in the transaction would indicate a bias favoring the client or whoever on the part of the appraiser. To evidence bias also means the appraiser has abandoned his or her duty to objectivity, impartiality, and independence. At that point, they're essentially brokers who have no such ethical requirements. So, when appraisers hear the complaint that the, quote, damn appraisal came in too low, unquote, about all we can do is empathize with the other party's positions. Assuming the appraiser did not make an error, which is a possibility, really, then the other party's position, that the appraisal is low, has no market support whatsoever. It's their biased, unsupported, and therefore worthless opinion. The appraiser's value conclusion, however, has that market support, or it damn well should, and therefore, by the only viable metric there is, is the more correct, the more credible of the two. Market support for the appraiser's market value conclusions is the key. Appraisers have that market support, they hope. The other parties merely have data on price. Do appraisers understand the difference between market value and market price? Do appraisers apply this understanding to their valuation assignments? So, did the appraisal really come in low, which happens on occasion, or was the appraiser merely exercising proper due diligence and professionalism? We are professionals, paid to perform market-supported value opinions. We are not rubber stamps for the lending and real estate brokerage machines. Because we're professionals, we owe it to ourselves and to our clients to charge professional fees and provide our clients with professional-level appraisal services for those fees. And today's tip of the day, it's kind of simple. Go out and hug your spouse, hug your kids, tell them how much you love them. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. This is Tim Anderson the appraiser's advocate 
Debbie's husband, and I wish you the best of days. Thanks for being here. We're clear.